Welcome to Off the Shelf with your host, Wayne Hastings. During more than 30 years in the publishing industry, Wayne has done it all. And in this podcast, he shares his wisdom with you. Now, here's Wayne Hastings. Hi, everyone. My name is Wayne Hastings, and I hope you're having a pleasant day wherever you may be. My company's purpose and the purpose of this broadcast is to help you develop, write, market, and sell remarkable books. And those books will inspire people and and maybe in some way change their life. Before I begin, let me remind you that you can always send me your questions or suggest a topic for a podcast at info at waynehastings.com. You can visit my website, waynehastings.com. There are some tools there that can help you. And uh, I hope that uh, this uh, podcast gives you some information that will help you along the way of your writing career. Today, we're going to talk about marketing. And we're gonna, I'm going to give you some things uh, in marketing to help you get started. Because sometimes it, you need just some things to push you along to get you started. For book marketing, I tend to divide uh, it into three cycles uh, there's a pre-launch cycle while you're writing the book and, and while you're developing the content. Uh, and then as it gets closer to launch and it's, uh, it's ready to go, there's things to do within that time frame. There's the launch time frame when the book is actually ready for sale. Um, that uh, There's some strategies and tactics that can help you out. And then there's the post-launch. It's what, what do you do after it's been... How do you keep the conversation going? How do you keep sales rolling in? So those three phases. Today we're going to look at, at pre-launch a little bit and just some fundamental things that uh, will help you get started on your on your marketing track. You may say, well, gee, I'm an author. I don't need to do any marketing or I'm going to let my publisher do all my marketing. That's not good thinking because most of the most of good marketing comes from you, the author. You're the one who knows your book better than anybody and you're the one who uh, should be developing a fan base, uh, especially at launch, so that uh, those fans are aware of your book and can start purchasing that book and reviewing that book and, and making it uh, a bestseller. So let's look at these things. Uh, we've got five of them that I want to talk to you about today. First of all is, is you need a real professional-looking headshot. Um, you can hire a photographer. I would not recommend doing it yourself or letting your favorite cousin take that picture, even though they might have a nice camera. There are people out there who know how to professionally take a headshot. And a headshot just isn't a flat picture of you. You, you, you might see some business cards or whatever that have a flat picture of someone on it. That's not a good headshot. You want a headshot that actually almost shows movement. And a, and a good photographer is going to be able to capture that active you in a pose that's going to stick out, stand out, and give you something that you can share and use on your website, uh, within your emails if you want, on the back cover of your book, etc. So point number one is make sure you get a professional to help you with that headshot. Number two is, is writing your bio. And I know that sounds rather fundamental, but you want to write a short bio in the third person um, list prizes you have won, uh, any awards that you've won, other books that you won. Don't don't include personal trivia. Uh, d- don't use long, detailed biographies. Uh, the takeaway is that a, a short bio uh, gives you an image of a professional writer and leaves the reader a bit curious because you want to include in that bio your website. Um, and it might just uh, cause them to come to your website, maybe sign up for your email, 
uh, and uh, that curiosity is a, is a good thing. So develop a nice, concise, short bio that's going to tell people a little bit about you as a writer, but not too much. Uh, third is endorsements. Uh, once you get uh, your book laid out and you're, you've got a few chapters, you really want to go out and start finding endorsements. And you want endorsements from other authors if you can get them, professionals in the field or genre that you're writing, um, and you want to make that ask yourself. You want to reach out to those people that would be important to you. If someone picked up your book and said, oh my, this person endorsed this book, that's extremely meaningful. That's as good as a review and even better than a review on Amazon uh, to have someone who is in your genre or someone the other person might know that is endorsing you and your book. And you can't start that process too soon once you have some content to share. Many endorsers do not need to read your whole book. Uh, they, can look at, they can look at your introduction. They can look at some sample chapters. They can talk to you personally if necessary uh, to get a feel of what you're saying and be able to give you a, a good endorsement that you're going to use later on in your marketing copy, perhaps on the back cover. Uh, if you get a really high-quality endorsement, you might want to put it on the front cover. So gathering those endorsements can't come too soon. And uh, again, it's something you need to personally do as part of your marketing. Uh, number four is what we call in the business an elevator pitch. And what that means is you need to figure out how to tell somebody about your book going from the third to the fifth floor. Um, in just about that amount of time you have to talk to somebody. You need to be prepared to talk about your book. You need to be prepared to answer the question, what's this book about and what's it going to do for me? even though they might not ask you the second part of that question, you need to be prepared to answer it. And the best way to prepare is for you to spend time developing some short elevator pitches about your book. Uh, I wouldn't make them more than 100 to 150 words. Uh, again, try to stem some curiosity in the person so that they, uh, they want to go buy the book or they want to ask you more questions or they want to go to your website. Um, but you need to develop, I would say, three or four pitches that will help people uh, be curious about your book. And later on, if you do some PR, if you do some radio interviews or those kinds of things, that elevator pitch will come to mind and you can quickly then uh, get, a, get the idea of your book across to the person who's interviewing you and, and give them some things to then be able to ask you questions about. Uh, and then the last thing I want to talk to you about is uh, affiliate groups. Many times uh, your book, especially a nonfiction book, will have affiliate groups that might just want to either endorse or purchase or use your book. I'll, I'll give you an easy example. Let, let's say, for example, that you were writing a book on how to hit a baseball. And uh, what were the, some of the affiliate groups that you might want to reach out to about that book? Well, certainly you'd want to reach out to local little leagues. You'd want to reach out to uh, national associations of baseballs. You want to get involved with fan pages of, of not only baseball teams themselves, but uh, local baseball teams and, and other organizations that are all around baseball. Um, and it's, it's, uh, it's work that needs to be done so that there's a when your book comes out, you have a group of people beside your fans to go to and say, well, here's my book. Let me send you a free copy of that. And oh, by the way, bulk discounts are available if you'd like to order some for your, for your group. 
So be thinking about affiliate groups that would be interested in your book, that you can send them uh, content early to get them excited about it, and then keep them in the loop as you're working on your book. And then when it's finally ready, you can ask them to purchase your book because they need your book for their organization or for their membership or as a donor gift or for whatever reason it might be. So those are five tips on the, a little bit about pre-launch. We'll talk a lot about pre-launch and post-launch strategies as these podcasts go along, but I wanted to tease you a little bit and just give you some five quick ideas that you could do right away as you begin writing your book. And as always, thank you for listening. It's really my hope that these podcasts help you to be a successful author, or if you're a publisher, to help your publishing authors be successful in their writing and marketing efforts. For more information about my company, the Wayne Hastings Company, some free downloads and even some blog posts, you can visit our website, waynehastings.com, and you can always email us directly at info at waynehastings.com with your questions. We'd love to hear from you. We'd love to have some ideas for future broadcasts. Have a great day. Thanks for listening. You've just finished listening to another great episode of Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings. If you've enjoyed this episode, please be sure to subscribe to the podcast. We'd also be grateful for a review. If you'd like to suggest a topic, email info at waynehastings.com. Thanks for listening to Off the Shelf with Wayne Hastings.